Welcome everyone to the Guinness Girls' favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans football podcast. On this week's podcast, Adzi rants about the current shambles state of Manchester United. Cran explains why pepperoni and jalapenos are the perfect pizza toppings for any man, woman or dog. The lads chat about Leeds United playing in Talca Park and the current situation in the O'Higgins region of Chile. We hope you enjoy the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to follow our Instagram, Spotify, YouTube and Twitter and TikTok. Take it easy. I spend these senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Vinico Giazopoulos. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has to go, blood. He has to go, blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't got... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 15 of the OnlyFans Football Podcast. We're back. We're back baby. Back in studio 250. 250. And Adzi, while I was clearing this place up this morning because I needed to prepare for the special guest himself, Adzi. Um, <laughs> special While I was cleaning up, I was actually playing the boys are back in town. Okay, you were, you were hyped. Yeah, the bit of, what, what would you call it? A bit of tonal energy. Yeah, from that song. So now you're feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Early kick off this morning in uh, Costa del Two Five O. Shout out to our newest follower, Bacon Brew. We sourced our coffee there this morning. The best coffee in all of Cabra. All he's at the wheel, man. We're not. You know that meme's dead now. You know what I mean? He's doing his thing. Oh, real. <laughs> I can just tell all the United fans won't be listening to this podcast because <laughs> they know they know what you're gonna do. I said to Jerry. I said to Jerry. I was like. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure to timestamp before you, Jerry, so you know what we're not talking about, you know. Well, it's the biggest talking point of football at the minute, you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard not to. But uh, how was your week, anyways, apart from, apart from that? Well, Friday, I was out and about in the Olympia. Um, oh, you're at a concert, aren't you? I was watching Kojak. Cabra's native. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a good night all the same. I, actually, when the concert finished, I ended up going to uh, P-Max. Um, on Camden Street I think it is we were walking around at half twelve nothing was open McDonald's wasn't open <laughs> Burger King wasn't open we were like oh, what I... the fuck Like, why can't I get food anywhere it's town we got we got the good week out then last week one yeah because that was when things were open properly yeah I know and we ended up walking down to Defontaine's um, good pizza of course I was at the perfect level of drunk where you just get overconfident nice and uh, the security guard was passing people through and I was sort of like, here, uh, what, what's your favourite slice of pizza? I asked the security guard that. And he was like, uh, I like pepperoni with a bit of jalapenos. Nice. Ended up, like, I was like, that's a great show. I ended up getting pepperoni and jalapenos on my pizza, right? Yeah. And I walked out and I showed him it. And I was like, I got it, I got it. And yeah. he was like, yeah, move along, mate. Yeah, Whatever. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> 
I couldn't care less. Like, yeah. So I just ended up going home. I ate the slice of pizza. It was lovely. Shout out to uh, Stephen Tracy, who I met on the night out walking to Defontaine's. Uh, he's one of my mates' mates, or mutual friends, sorry. Hey, friend! Mutual friend? <laughs> mutual football friend? <laughs> he was a mutual football friend because he actually said, oh, I'm enjoying the podcast. And I, was, I was like, what? You, you, know listen, to the, you listen to the podcast? Nice. I was like, wow. Nice. And uh, yeah, shout out to him. Anyway. Actually, I'll give another shout out as well, actually, while yeah. we're doing it. Jay Rowe gave us a text as well, didn't we? He said he was loving the podcast. It's, it's like it's nice because we went to school with Jay, obviously. Yeah. And it's nice to get feedback on it. We really do appreciate it. And anyone who texts us and says they're enjoying it or shares it or likes the post. Anyway, <laughs> how was your week? Oh, grand. Same old, same old, grand. In the life of me. Yeah, that was a good week. I was, I was, out, I was, I was actually walking past your nights as well, but I was out on Friday myself in the Bald Eagle of Hillsborough. Lovely spot. And I, I don't want to... Look, I have a lot of people, a lot of friends listening to this, and I, I'm sincerely sorry for what I'm about to say. But I wasn't drinking Guinness. I was drinking Oiland's Edge. Oh, no. Mm, I know. I know. You're not my friend. If the Guinness Gary was listening, man, he'd be, he'd be gone mad. <laughs> Colsey wouldn't be happy. Colsey, yeah. Shout out to But yeah, I was drinking Oiland's Edge because the Guinness I had was not was a bit ropey. So I said, fuck it, I'll try a different still. It wasn't tasty, was it? No, it was just a bit. The Guinness. It wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't creamy. Like there wasn't any stick on it. It and, didn't. You know what I mean. And there wasn't any tang or anything. There wasn't, no, there was a twang on it. That's there was the a twang. All right. So that's why the Guinness wasn't nice. But uh, <laughs> and did you start sort of checking for the stick and all that? Yeah, there was yeah. no stick on it. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, I, I literally followed all those videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had an oil and edge instead, and it was a creamy alternative. <laughs> but what I will say is, a good point of oil and edge is probably still not as good as a bad point of Guinness. So I've learned my lesson. Um, and then I was in, I was back on home, tor- home turf on Saturday night in me, in me Maz, the best spot in Dublin, as we all know. But yeah, good crack, good crack the weekend. Watched the football, was in work last night, so just chilled out. And look, we have a lot to cover in today's episode. We talked about there like no more than two minutes ago about United fans not tuning in. We have to review the games, don't we? <laughs> so we're going to start off with the big talking point that is like we did last week when uh, West Ham beat Liverpool we have to start off with Watford beating Manchester United and more so the bigger news of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer getting the did he leave or was he sacked I think he was sacked I think it was mutual mutual oh okay so he was sacked yeah Yeah. Um, yeah, do you know what it is I know you're going to talk about Kenny Cunningham now but I was trying to find the match on Saturday for so long on the I'm not going to say fire stick because I'm probably not supposed to but on the fire stick and and it just wouldn't work for me at any stage I tried so it was kind of like fate telling me not to watch because I think they knew I'd have too much of a good time <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't I didn't actually see it I see bits of it and uh, I watched that match of the day that night but bloody hell man how poor were United very how poor before um, we get on to Oli how poor was that United performance I mean I watched the whole thing from start to finish and it didn't look like any of the players were putting a shred of effort in yeah. to save the man's job. You know what I mean? I think I think um, one of the things that struck me was at the end of the game, David De Gea literally went, uh, we don't know how to attack and uh, we don't know how to defend. <laughs> and it's kind of like, like the guy has been great this season as well. Like He's kept him in games. And it's like, if he's saying that, yeah, it's kind of like he's at the end of his tether and he's like, no one else has fucking helped me and I'm trying my best. But no one else is doing anything. So 
yeah no the, the first of all the penalty uh, Fernandez hoops the ball in the air and I think it's McTominay takes down Sar yeah. in the box yeah but a stupid suicide ball from Fernandez caused that penalty incident yeah and then obviously um, Sar steps up misses De Gea saves and then encroaching is called mm. taking the game well I thought that was I game. thought that was a bit of a bad referee to be honest yeah. I don't know how he can give how he how the penalty was retaken if a Watford player was the player that like <laughs> fell you yeah. know what I mean so it's like it's typical John Moss you know what I mean not wanting to run like he wasted six minutes there and then he did he did shout out to Jerry because Jerry hates him he does the fella just want to run you know what I mean so that's he, like you could see he was out of breath nine minutes in now I'm not fit myself but he's a Premier League referee. Like he should be at a higher standard. Yeah, I thought it was poor officiating, but not for the first time from Moss. But what I will say Moss about Moss ball, what I will, <laughs> what I will say is Watford were immense, and I did see bits and bits of it from the start. Watford were immense, and I thought from the from the minute the force was so blue that they were gonna win. I just there was no point. In, there was no point at the start of that game where I was like, I think United win this. I was just so confident in the ability of. The likes of Sar, the likes of Hernandez, who I think came on, Dennis, Joshua King, they just look better. United were 2 0 down at half time. I was looking at the punditry from Kenny Gunningham, who was an absolute spoofer, by the way. Mm. Like, I'm just calling him out right here, right now. <laughs> he is the biggest spoofer. I don't know how he has a job. He goes, I take Ronaldo off and Fernandez off the pitch at 2 0 down at half time. Two minutes later, right? Ronaldo. Assists the goal Van for Beek, Donny yeah. Van Der Beek. Mm. Gary Breen at one stage. I don't know if you know. I don't like listening to Gary Breen. I said, I said, I said that for the podcast. Fucking terrible commentary. It's like, right. pull, it's like pulling teeth. At one stage, Ronaldo got decked. Okay, mm. and he says Ronaldo got nephewed, and I was sort of like, "What is that? Some, <laughs> some weird London slang? Like what? What's going on here?" Premier Sports has never covered seven glory. They had Kevin Doyle on the weekend as well, and God bless Kevin, like he done well for Ireland, or whatever. It's just they're just hard to listen to. Like the rest of the game, like I have, I have, I have stuff written here about Maguire. So Maguire scored against Albania last week and ran to the corner, cupping his ears, cupping his ears as to say, Roy Keane, are you listening? Like I mean, that's embarrassing. That yeah. isn't like for a, a, a player of his, and he has got talent. He has he, like he's not worth eighty million. You know what I mean? But he has got talent. And to kind of, like, for me, in anyway, he's running to the corner after scoring against fucking Albania and cupping your ears. shows me that he can't take criticism. He can't. He can't. And for every Premier League footballer, for every professional, you have to. You ha- That's the be-all and end-all, yeah. you know? And then he gets sent off. And, I mean, what is he thinking? That's, that's like, we could talk about United here, right? And the problem with United is there's no plan. There's no vision. Like, Harry Maguire is the captain of the club. And he's getting sent off against Wofford a week after Cup Lazares scoring a goal against Albania. And throwing the Ironman away. And throwing the Ironman away. And it's like. That's something Shaka did. There's just something. so many problems with them. And like, we'll talk about Ollie in a minute. But Carrick's still there. They're giving Carrick the job. And I, look, I don't care about United, I don't. But what's annoying me is the way the clubs run is they're giving Michael Carrick the job. Yeah. He was there with Mourinho, he was there with Ollie. Like, is there not a common denominator here of he's not good enough? So why the fuck is he getting the job? Like, I mean, I'm quite happy for him. I'm quite happy to see this, like, right on. But this is disgrace. It's despicable. Like, I, I, if I was a United fan, I'd be, I'd be pulling my hair out. It's shocking. Like, sorry, one. Um. Yeah, Carrick. 
as well. It's sort of like it could go around in a cycle as well. You had Oli as interim when I think it was Mourinho got sacked. You bring in Carrick in when Ollie's got sacked. Well, if Carrick gets the job, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, it's like, goes round and round and round. Well, this is the thing. Like, it's like they're replacing Ollie with Ollie, more or less. You know what I mean? It's like, thanks, Ollie. Welcome, Ollie, Ollie 2.0. <laughs> you know what I mean? What I will say is, I was looking at Sky before the sport. It was a sport city on everything match yesterday. And they had Robbie Keane, Jamie Redknapp and Mika Richards on. And they were talking about potential replacements for Ollie. And one name that came up, and I please, I do hope it happens, I do, was Steve Bruce. They're talking about Steve Bruce. Come on now. That is who, like, who brought that up? <clears throat> I think it was I think it was I think it was Neville actually. And Neville, actually, by the way, Gary Neville. So he's asked a question, right? Dave Jones is actually very good. He goes was it the right time to get rid of Ollie? And instead of going, yes or no, he goes, well, that's irrelevant, Dave. And it's like, that was a horrible guy now. Never like him, by the way, but he was like, that's irrelevant, Dave. And it's like, hold on. Answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> like, you give out about Boris Johnson all the time and he dodges questions. You were doing the same thing to save your mates back. You know what I mean? It's all, it's, it's all, a, it's all a circus, like. You know what I mean? From the bottom, from the Glazers to Carrick getting the job to Maguire being captain. Like, how... Uh, how are they letting the club be in I think it's great and it probably sounds like being frustrated I don't really care that much but I think it's hilarious you know what I mean like I was talking to one of the lads yesterday and he was saying the season's a write off it's the 22nd of November they're out of the League Cup they're not going to win Champions League they won't win the Premier League this is one of the biggest clubs ever for association football and he's saying not three months into a season that's a write off come on now that, that's not right that's not right for anyone no. You know what I mean? To be that hopeless. But what I will say is, to kind of wrap this up, what a poetic end to Ollie's reign. What a poetic end for Donny van der Beek to get the goal. His last goal in Ollie's reign was Donny van der Beek, a player who he neglected. It was a tough job and he'd done a lot of good for, for United. They didn't win anything. Haha. To neglect a player like Donny van der Beek and now Sancho, the way he has. It was a. Like, he was hopeless, you know. I'm delighted. The writing's on the wall. Mm. So, bye, bye, <laughs> Mr. Mary. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Shout out to Tyson Fury as well, because he's a United Spar. Oh, yeah, and yeah. his talk with Eric Cantona clearly didn't work. <laughs> he was like, I'm coming over, and I'm going to have a chat with you with Eric <laughs> next week. You better be ready. The Gypsy King is in town, you dosses. Oh, God. Oh, we do fire too many accents on this, you know that? <laughs> it didn't work though, did it? No, thankfully. <laughs> Half 12 kickoff. Yeah, touch yourself. That's me, yep. Chelsea versus Leicester. Leicester at home, Chelsea away. Um, and this one ended 3-0. A 3-0 defeat for Leicester, might I add. Um, and it was a great performance. It was dominant for minute one, really. Rudiger gets the goal. First goal, one nil. A beautiful backwards header from the corner. Um, I think it's Chilwell who swings in the corner. He's been playing brilliantly yeah. this season. Um, Would you say Rudiger is Chelsea's best defender? Encore in form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, he's the most reliable. Thiago Silva uh, is probably more likely to stay than Rudiger. Rudiger is. Uh, yeah, there's like, a bit of talks on leaving. He, isn't he's it? on his way out. Yeah. 
to be fair, he's, he's coming into form now, but there was a long time there where you could rely on him. Like, where yeah. he was very poor for a lot of it. Um, was it under Sarri? He wasn't great. Lampard as well. Lampard, so, like, I mean, it's all well and good coming good now, but if you're Roman Abramovich and you're giving out a contract, like, the the bad kind of outweighs the good in the way. Now, he's playing on, he's playing out with skin at the minute, yeah. to be fair, but... Yeah, I think well, we have yeah. a we have a lot of strength in those areas as well. It wouldn't sure. be the biggest loss. Christensen for me is is unbelievable. Anyway, the second goal goes in. Can't they? What what a goal! What a goal! He makes a run. Reach James puts a pass into the middle of the park, and Kante just sprints. Left foot finish. Not not savable for Schmeichel. It was a brilliant finish by the little man himself. But uh, yeah, good goal from Kante, and then the final goal. Engolo, 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 Kante. Um, the final goal. Is created by Hakim Ziyech, who has been a ghost yeah. um, for the last six to nine months. He's been pretty bad. Um, he came on, he was pretty good, actually. I think it was a Cruyff turn in mm. the box. Yeah. A scintillating Cruyff turn. Mm. And passes in to uh, Pulisic, um, who finishes through the keeper's legs. Yeah. What America, a- fuck yeah, <laughs> here to save the motherfucking world, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was great play by Ziyech. I was looking at it on Saturday morning, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a lovely bit of play by him, man. It's a great pass, and I think he's been a bit underutilized, but he's, I think he hasn't been fully fit for most of the part. Chelsea top of the league, by the way, by three points. <laughs> yeah, true. Sorry to get that in there. You have to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick off with an Norwich win against Southampton, two oh, one, and that's two wins on the trot for Norwich, and I, I'm thinking here. How many teams have won? How many Premier League teams have won two games in a row with two different managers? Be good, good question, wouldn't it? I can That'd be something Jerry Cullen would ask, wouldn't it? After a few yeah. games, Jerry would be like, "Name one team," and he'd be like, "Jerry, <laughs> shut up, will you?" <laughs> <laughs> you're wrecking my mind, but no, we love, we love Jerry. We love, uh, we love his little, his little teasers. Um, but yeah, I, I, it'd be hard, it'd be hard to come by, wouldn't it? Two team, two a team that's won two games on track with two different managers. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably there's probably loads of them. I definitely think Chelsea managers will be up there somewhere. Yeah, like very good point, good point. Um, but yeah, I have I have a few notes written here. I have Hassan Hill shit Like, what is he doing? I'm delighted now he lost. Imagine turning up to to Norwich. What, what's Norwich ground called again? Carrow Road. Turning up to Carrow Road in a suit. Mate, the the church is down there. There's no wedding on here today. Like, get lost, will you? We thought waistcoats were bad, and now he's wearing a fucking suit. True. And poor Dino Smith now. Fair play to him, he was a good result for him on the weekend. But he went with the Brexit back four of Northern Ireland, Scotland, England, England. Aaron's that right back. Hanley back in, Gibson of England. And uh, Williams as well, Man United player on loan. So he went with a full Brexit back four and they done well. Like, I mean, they stood firm. They were much better than what they usually have. I'm really disappointed. I was on, Kabak wasn't playing though. His time in Liverpool was thankfully short lived. <laughs> Uh, but he seems like a decent bloke and he seemed really upset when they didn't renew his loan and I kind of felt bad for him and ever since then but like when he went to Norwich I was genuinely happy for him but he's he's done absolutely zero which is to be expected but um, yeah Gilmore and Cantwell back in as well so it's no surprise Norwich were playing a bit better like we've seen Billy Gilmore we've talked about Billy before in this he's podcast he's very good he comes in you know he runs the game to be fair and it's no surprise that like who was it? Daniel Farka loses his job by not playing a good player, and yeah. he comes out and says, "You know, we're not here to play loan players." It's like th- this is this is what your this is your function. If you get someone on loan, you have to play them. You know what I mean? 
you're developing and not to mention a talented player like that yeah. it's not like he's playing I don't know Andy Carroll on that yeah. or something he's playing Billy Gilmore and Cantwell as well is very good coming back in so yeah look at two talented young players you know you'd expect Norwich to be playing a bit better just touch on Southampton for a second uh, Che Adams and Adam Armstrong linking up very well again I think two very good players Che Adams scored for Scotland during the week as well in the crucial game and he got a lovely little goal here um, and before we move on um, McCarthy was so bad for both Norwich's goals. Yeah, like I don't think Norwich were much with the much better side, but they were definitely helped by McCarthy. I'd say he had a five on them to win because the first goal he's been at the near post so easily, and then the second goal was the header. I think it was Hanley that scored it, and it, like it's just so like it's hard to explain because Hanley heads it down into the ground to like for it to bounce off ground and in, but. McCarthy has it covered and it's just as if like he just jumps on the ground just like lets it go past him it's so poor um, yeah but good results first for goal him. in 10 years by the way by Hanley was it I yeah I heard that stat, yeah. for Blackburn he last yeah, scored yeah. I say Steve Kane was the manager back then remember Steve Kane the ball he had the Vankies were the owners at the time <laughs> there was chickens on the pitch and all <laughs> Premier League is great man <laughs> but yeah daily on the points of wine I'd say oh I'd yeah i say she had a good weekend it wasn't with who 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 are we saying Dean? Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce genuinely drinks points of red wine. I, I told you that through the weekend. I think you thought I was messing, but he genuinely genuinely drinks points of red wine. He's a sick animal. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, he makes a return to the Premier League. I, I'd love. Imagine he got the United job. Imagine he got the United job. I'd I'd love it. I would love it. Next three o'clock, I cran. <laughs> By the way. Some cracking games at 3 o'clock. Like, there was two trials. Yeah. Unbelievable. Bruni, well, I'll start with Bruni Palace. What a game of football. Mm. I was watching this on the box yesterday. And I was just thinking, another scintillating game at Turf Moor. Yeah. And Sean Deutsch's Bruni. Who would have thought? Yeah. How much impact has Corne have had? Even. Excuse my grammatical error. How much... How- <laughs> How much impact has he had that there were a couple of saucy team? Yeah. What the fuck? Sauce ballers. Sauce ballers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first goal goes in by Christian Benteke. Benteke. Who, what a goal, by the way. Mm, through, yeah, yeah. Through the legs of the defender. Yeah. And then he does his typical knee celebration. Yeah. Then Ben Mee scores a header. In typical Burnley fashion, set yeah. piece. If it's going to be a three all with Burnley, it's going to be three set pieces. Yeah. Um, and Ben Mee scores a header, and then Chris Wood, again from a set piece, yeah. scores a kind of shit header. Surprise, surprise. It, it's, it floats towards his head, and it's almost like the goal went in in slow motion. Mm. He just sort of. Yeah, I thought, um, thought goalkeeper was quite poor for that goal as well, actually. Yeah. Funny enough. It was like that's gone in in slow motion. Yeah. He didn't react at all. Guy to move the slow motion. That was the problem. Yeah. Um, so Chris Wood is 50 goal in the Premier League. It's a good goal, isn't it? Yeah. A mate of mine, you know, in, we talked about him last week when we were talking about the bake-off. He has a picture, I'll, 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 I'll get the send up on the post, he has a picture of Chris Wood in Talca Park. Leeds were playing shells, they're friendly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to love that now. I <laughs> that I said that. No way. Yeah, he does. I swear to God. With Chris Wood. With Chris Wood, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got <laughs> Um, so Christian Benteke scores again and what a Christ yeah. turn by Conor Gallagher Gallagher man he's been immense what player so good. I can't wait to get him back at Chelsea him um, and Gilmore could be could come good now yeah and 
Benteke's finish was great as well. Yeah, it was. Low yeah. and hard into the bottom right corner. Todd Pope was very good. Our Pope was very poor. He was <laughs> it's an early morning. Fan he's, not, he's not a pious Pope. He's a shit Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Vatican. <laughs> um, I, know, I know you're listening. <laughs> fuck's sake. A really bad third goal for Palace. It was, I was looking at this thinking, what the fuck? Bruni have seven players on the line. And yeah. Gwehi just... Boots the How thing. did he score like? <laughs> they, they had half the team on the line. He still scored like, and they're all huge. They're all big men like, and he still scored. Big books like. Yeah. Maxwell Corney, the final goal. What a goal! What a finish! Yeah, it was lovely. He plucks it out of the sky and just boots the thing. Yeah. Contender for goal of the week. Yeah, it's actually my goal. Well, there's another goal that we'll speak of in a minute, but yeah, I think it's my goal of the week. Three all. Yeah. Great game and great result for Burnley as well. I think. Actually, sorry, great result for Palace because going to Burnley is a tough place. That's the point I was going to make. Mm. Burnley make turf more fortress for the most part. And look at Palace. I think it's a good result for Palace. They probably feel they should have won. They could have come, come away with more. But they didn't. And uh, Coronet, unbelievable. Yeah. We move on to the other trio. The other trio, yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle and Brentford. Wow, what a game, man. I was, I was, looking, at, I was looking at a bit of uh, Gillette Soccer Saturday. Tim Sherwood and the boys now. <laughs> Used to be, used to be Jeff Stellan, Paul Merson, and the good lads. But now it's Tim Sherwood. How the money have fallen? How do, and Jeff is leaving at the end of the season as well. Oh God! Yeah, it's not going to be worth the wet tissue now. You know that. Anyways, Joe Linton, man of the match performance. How? How is he? <laughs> how literally? Anyhow, <laughs> how is he turned this around? Joe Linton was unbelievable here in that game. Big fan of his finish, and it was a good goal. And the game was the game was popping off like it was it was an intense game, like Newcastle had twenty shots in the game. That that's unheard of for Newcastle. Fair enough, they still can't defend, but they were going they were doing really well going forward. I was delighted for Ivan Tony getting a goal and kissing his badge, the Brentford badge. Wow! Because he played two games in five years for Newcastle, and now he's going back to him like, look at me now, I'm the I'm the big dog. <laughs> So yeah, he was very good. And then St. Maxim, what a player. And you know what? He actually genuinely loves Newcastle. Which is what I'm a big fan of that. Because St. Maxim could probably play for any team in the league. Like he is that good. Yeah. Um, and he just, he loves Newcastle. He said it before in interviews. He felt bad when Bruce left because Bruce gave him the chance. But he's such a saucy player. Like even for John Linton's goal. He does a little flick to get by his man. And it's like, you don't see enough of that. You know what I mean? He's just so good. He's so easy on the eye. Flair. Flair. Ric Flair woo <laughs> but yeah and then the worst thing about the game was at the end of it I think it was on match of the day I think it was when St. Maxim scored and this is why he said it a second ago but your man goes how about that yeah and he's like Eddie's he- Eddie Howe's Newcastle and it's like he's not even here mate he's at home with Covid he can't taste his dinner <laughs> what are you on about he's not here and it, it, look it, it's, a, it's a good performance from Newcastle in the sense that like they actually scored a goal instead of being dire to watch and not doing anything so I would say um, the Newcastle fans are fairly optimistic now as well going forward with Eddie Howe because Eddie Howe's a good manager. We've known that for a long time. He took a break for a while after getting sacked from Bournemouth after relegating them. And he's back. Well, he won't be back for two weeks. True. Quarantine, baby. <laughs> Steve Gerrard, Gerrard. He's big and he slips on his fucking <laughs> ass. Aston Villa 2, Brighton, Nilpois. Nilpois. Um. Potterball falls I have here it's f- fell again I said that last week it's fallen again I think we're being a bit 
blinded by Powerball to be honest with you yeah Powerball mightn't be worth the hype no a 2-0 win for Villa at home yeah great goal by Ollie Watkins yeah by the way and also I think it was at the end Tyrone Mings yeah what a finish yeah I thought it was a great finish he comes at him so quick and he just boots it I'll tell you how good I'll tell you how good this goal was right I was watching match of the day and my ma walked in when this match was on <laughs> and my ma goes and like she wouldn't really know much about football but she goes Jesus that was a great goal wasn't it <laughs> and I was like yeah you're fucking dead right it was a good goal but yeah good finish by uh, Mings I don't think Villa were in that bad of a position with Smith to be honest no, I wasn't. think he was probably a bit harsh done boy but I'm, I'm happy to see Gerrard out of Rangers that is is there any more three o'clockers? Yeah, one more. Uh, West Ham oh, lose to Wolves. And it is a goal by Raul Jimenez. What a goal. Again, comes to him at the edge of the box and he while he's the thing he's the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah. What a goal. Um, 1-0 win for Wolves. And yeah, Moisey. I hope he doesn't slip out of the top four because I'd like to see him get the head of United. <laughs> I would love I would love the top four to be as it is now. I'd love West uh, Ham to get in there. Yeah, look at it's it's a good it's a good performance again from Wolves. Wolves have been under the radar though. Wolves are going good. Is this Bruno Lage, is it? Bruno Lage, yeah. They're going under the radar and like they're, they're, they're doing very, very well. Mm. Um I think they have the third most points in the last eight games or something like that. Like that's how well they're doing. So yeah, I'm I'm delighted for Wolves. I hope I have Huang in the team in the fancy football, he's going good for me. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for Wolves. Connor Cody was on match of day last night and he spoke very well. I love you, Wang. <laughs> we move on to the half five. You're 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 taking this game. Liverpool versus Arsenal. Or early on Saturday morning as he was on to me on Messenger and he was like, Oh, I'm fearing the worst against Arsenal. I had a feeling, man. I and I was I was I was, I was sort of thinking, ah, it's only Arsenal. And you, you said at the end it's only Arsenal. Yeah. Well this is the thing, man. I had a feeling just based off the West Ham performance in particular was very flat. Like and we looked tired. And I did think to get the international break kind of came at a perfect time to kind of refuel the batteries recharge. But I have, I have written here, Arsenal are back. Because that was so derivative of an old Arsenal performance. And what I mean by that is, last season when they came to Anfield, it was much the same. Kind of lazy and laboured. And as I said, the press was good for the most part at the start. They looked alright. But then it was just like, our quality just came through. And the fear I had was that we wouldn't have that quality in the game on that particular day, like against West Ham. But we did. Salah played the game at his own pace. He kept, he kept the, again, I keep using the boxing analogies for some reason, but he kept Tavares at arm's length. He just, Tavares started the game off all right, but as the game went on, he just took, he just took control over him. And, uh, yeah, he just, he just kind of ran the game. A big shout out, big, big shout out to, um, Mikel Arteta for firing up the Liverpool crowd because the game was a bit of a dead rubber up until he started going on the middle. You know what I mean? Obviously, ex Evertonian captain, He's never done well at Anfield, so he's not used to winning there. <laughs> but he he literally like he lost the head, right? And it's a genuine thank you because before that, like Arsenal's press was good, as I keep saying. Thanks, Mikel, because you fired up the Anfield crowd, you fired up the players as if they needed it. And look at he done he he done Liverpool well there, so thank you. But there was big vibes off, a big smoking area vibes at like three o'clock in the morning. Of ah, he's not worth it, Mikel. He's not worth it. Like, you can Klopp would batter Mikel at Klopp is wide, wide yeah. He's wide did, did you see what man I scored? He was cupping the ears yeah. as well. <laughs> Harry Maguire. So. Oh god! But there's videos. There's actually just before we talk about the goals. There's videos of Arsenal's warm up. 
um, of their like shooting practice and they couldn't score like there was about two minutes straight of just hitting the wide and over the bar and hitting the post and, all. and the caption on the tweet was the game was over before it began they couldn't, they couldn't score but uh, yeah like I, I mean it was it was a really I'm, I'm delighted with the performance and you know what I mean it's, it's very easy to be here jovial but when we play well we make it look so good and we make it look I keep saying the word easy because the goals were so easy like you talk about Mane's goal cross in from Trent Mane heads it in and it was it, like it sounds so simple but it was <laughs> yeah. it was literally that easy go on I was a big fan of Jota's goal as well I was just about to write I was just about to say it there so Jota's goal Tavares makes a mistake and I think this is when his head was kind of gone and Jotaman sends Ben White back to Leeds and he sends Ramsdale back to Bournemouth relegation party because he just sent him he was as cool as a cucumber in the fucking freezer he was unbelievable he was un- unbelievable for the goal in the freezer in the freezer he was unbelievable for the goal and um, like even Salah's goal and actually oh, that was my favourite I was really impressed with Jota here as well because I, I, I don't know how he didn't get whiplash from what he done so the ball get it's Allison Allison out to Tamikas Tamikas heads it into Jota and when I say Jota loafs this Jota puts his soul into this ball into Mane Mane just runs off and squares it to Salah and again so easy I'm delighted for Minamino as well to get on and get the goal because and to be fair just touch on Chamberlain real quick as well he was very good defensively his press was very good the weekend and we get we get some sticks sometimes oh there's no squad depth or whatever but for Minamino to score you know Origi's had a good season as well like this is all it's all it's good for the Liverpool squad is what I'm saying Tyler Morton get a Premier League debut as well very promising player I, when you said Tyler Morton I thought of Horton Horton oh. here's a hill what a film <laughs> <laughs> and just a word on Arsenal yeah. all I could say is you know whenever they come up against the big team they show up with the same mirror image performance as they do for the last 10 or 15 years it's like it's just, just fold against the big team. Yeah. Like wake up and smell the coffee. You need yeah. a new manager, mate. You think? I think they do. You don't think Arteta's the answer? Arteta, look, the sign of a bad manager is there's no fight when they go one and down. They lose by more. The head struck, yeah. Four nil. Yeah. You know, that's not good enough. The Everton. The the Everton. Everton. Um, what a shit performance. Sorry. <laughs> I, so I, it was 3 0 to City. Um, Alright. I, I checked it on live score at one point. Everton had like 11% possession in the first half. Shocking. Yeah, so the game of Cole Palmer versus Anthony Gordon. Man City versus Everton. Two young players, two very good young English players. The stark difference between the two is literally the quality that they're playing with. So Anthony Gordon's very good, but he's playing with bums. Cole Palmer's <laughs> very good, and he's playing with one of the best teams in the world. So their performances are stark. They're very similar, like but the way they play, they're very similar. But um, the game was a dead rubber, man. The game was awful up until like the fortieth minute, and Awobi got past. Awobi gets past Walker, right? It was a good ball by Gordon actually, and Awobi gets past Walker, and you know, like he looks back, see who's running after him, <laughs> and he sees it's Walker, and he goes, "Oh fuck, he's got to catch me!" So he just stops running, and uh, then Sterling <laughs> Sterling dived. Um, Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. And in the first, certainly scoring the 44th minute. Cancelo's ball. Oh my God. <laughs> outside, outside the right foot. This is the goal I was talking about earlier yeah. about um, goal of the week. I think that's an unbelievable assist. Yeah. Unbelievable from Cancelo. And it really is the air to fullback, isn't it? When you think fullbacks have become the new. Beach James, Chilwell, Chilwell Trent. Trent has nine assists in his last six games. That's like unbelievable. Like even James scoring goals. Chilwell's been great. Cancelo, and there was a point. 
just before half time the Laporte smashed up Andros Townsend and I think he got a card for it and as they were walking a ha- off at half time he was looking at every referees like well, what the fuck ref why'd you book me he literally like gave him a drop kick you know what I mean took him out yeah I have written here Delph's career at the end he had summed up he just had an absolute air shot and the whole crowd went yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just erupted and I was I was I was howling at it. But uh <laughs> Michael Kane is just awful. He he gave away a sure fire penalty on Bernardo and the referee went, Ah oh, no, that's not a penalty. It was like it's clear as day, it was a penalty all day. And then you had Rodri's rocket. That's the well oh, yeah, what, what a goal. And I know I slag him every now and then. I know I slag Pickford a lot. But if Jordan Pickford had longer arms he saves that. He does. He does. It's a great hit. Don't get me wrong. It would have broke his arms. It would have broke his arms. We has short arms, so it doesn't make any difference. But uh, everything kind of done all right then. And this was another funny bit. So they had good a good build up for like five minutes. And anyways, <laughs> Gordon has it. Gives it to Rondon. Rondon to Townsend. Townsend to Iwobi. And you know, like when the build up, it's like in rugby in the phases. And it's like, oh, goal's coming. And this is what it was like for everything. It was like build up, build up, build up. So Townsend gets it to Awobi and Awobi crosses it. And like Richarlison, he's in space. He can score. He's got a score. And he goes for a bicycle kick. And he just completely misses it. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing, me? What are you doing? You could have scored. And he didn't, obviously. Um, and some young fella came on for City then called McAteer, I think. What's his name? Pep was just taking the piss, was he? Man, this is crazy, right? Every So you have, you have Phil Foden. You have Cole Palmer and you have this, I think it's McIntyre. They're all like clones of David Silva. Like every single one of them, they're so good on the ball, so comfortable on the ball, left foot. Gary Neville said the same thing. He was like, they're like clones. And it was actually hilarious. That's a much better one compared to earlier. Yes. Um, but yeah, and Sterling could have scored a sweaty goal. He didn't. Silva made a train ill. Good play by Palmer. And that's the everything for you. Kane was hopeless and Pickford was awful for that goal as well. But that's... That's Everton versus Man City in a nutshell. Wow. The last game of the weekend. Leeds against Spurs. Spurs win 2-1. Dan James scores for Leeds. That's the headline. Dan James scored a goal. Fair play to him. Great assist by Harrison, by the way. Good assist, yeah. I like, I like Harrison a lot. He's a good player. So anyway, it reaches half-time, okay? Spurs are 1-0 down at home. New manager, Antonio Conte. The Spurs fans start booing him, Eddie. Such an entitled bunch. What the fuck, like? I mean, fair enough booing Nuno. Because, like, I can get the footballs off or whatever. But give Conte the respect he deserves. That, Like, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's a more entitled bunch of fans in Spurs. A club who, how, who are absolutely showered in irrelevancy the past few years. They've won nothing. Won absolutely nothing. They threw away a great chance with Pochettino to really build on something. They, they fucked him out. And now they're building. Every time they go go down, they're building. Because they think it's going to get better. That's not how football works like. Right. Now, in fairness, they did come back in the end. But that's not because they build. It's because Conte is a good manager and the players are good. And instead of building them, maybe support them a bit better. Two awful goals as well, by the way. Yeah. It was Hoiberg uh, and the keeper is off yeah. the line for some reason. The second goal is really bad. The second goal is like Eric oh. Eric Dyer. 
Dire by name, dire by nature. Uh, you know, we love to try to. It was regularly on the Catgall day, wasn't it? Yeah, it hits the wall and it takes oh. the wickedest deflection. And to be fair to Regalone, he's on his feet yeah. and he gets there first. Mm. So he does does well in that sense. But yeah, two one win for Spurs. Nothing to worry home about. You know, no. they're still tenth or whatever the fuck they are. Like. Yeah. And we'll see if they make a charge for top four. We'll move on. Your god of the week. My god of the week. I have one written down. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give it to Gilmo. For Norwich, yeah, I think his performance was commanding. Something that we see in at Chelsea, it was at one stage where he flicked it over about three people's heads and controlled it, and then passed it off to Pukki. Yeah, and then he made the assist for the goal. I'm uh, gonna give my God of the Week this week to um, Thiago Jota for absolutely destroying Aaron Ramsdale. Goal of the week, ah, uh, Cornet. Without Cornet, uh, no. it's between Cornet and Sterling for Kinsella's pass. Well, I'll give it to Cornet. I'm actually going to give it to Sam Maxman. Oh yes, I I loved the the equaliser and I loved the backflip and the yeah. celebration. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to him. And we will move on now. I I think we should drop the kind of uh, the like um, intro to Cod of the Week. I think we should just do it. What intro? No, no, we've like. But as he, what? I was eating dinner last. <laughs> <laughs> This fella Ronaldo is a cod. And our cod of the week this week is... I think he's a second time offender. Harry Maguire. Otherwise known as Slabhead. Slabhead. Slabby Slab. We, slab. Ta- we talked about him earlier. But how poor? How poor? Like, for a captain as well. Yeah. A scissors, a scissors tackle. Yeah. In on top of the ball. On top of your man's legs as well. Mm. What was he doing? Could have been dangerous he actually. He folded him. Yeah. You literally followed him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and a former United player and everything, Tom Cleverly. And uh, yeah, he turned Ollie Gunnar Southgate to Ollie Gunnar Southgate. <laughs> See you later, Ollie. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> so, do you want to kick us off with the Hall of Fame, Cron? My Hall of Fame this week comes from Syria. I've given it to. Leonardo Benucci, the penalty merchant. He scored a penalty, did he? He scored two penalties. What? So. No way. I'll give you the story. Uh, they are playing Lazio away. Okay. Sarri's Lazio, by the way. I was watching the highlights. Um, it, it was end up 2-0, but Chiesa got... <laughs> Chiesa goes past Pepe Reina, okay? <laughs> and he's in the box. He's running to score, like... And he goes to shoot. And Pepe Reina just folds him from behind <laughs> for one of the penalties. <laughs> He literally takes out, like, he could have ended his career, like. Yeah. He takes out Chiesa, and uh, Benucci scored anyway. And he scored another one. He scored two penalties. Mm. And all the comments underneath the YouTube video are like, oh, Leonardo Benucci should be taking them for the Azuri, because yeah, Jorginho yeah. missed one to yeah, send yeah, him yeah. through the World Cup. Yeah. Two quality penalties. Yeah, good show. You know, a centre-back taking penalties. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit different. It's novelty. It's a novelty. Yeah. So, my Hall of Fame this week is actually a goal as well. So I have Cole Stockton's 94th minute winner from Morecambe against Fleetwood. Basically, it's a shot from the halfway line. The limbs in the away end were unbelievable. I'll show you the goal now. I'll get a live reaction to it. I've heard it. Well, here it is now. Out to the halfway line. Gets a turn on it. Now, bam. What a goal. 
Great limbs, great hands. Oh my god. He's some young as well, isn't he? He looks a bit like a fucking like an Aldi Ben Brereton. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that that's my Hall of Fame this week. I'll throw it in the post as well. A ben Brereton clone. Yeah. Gets the Hall We of love Ben. <laughs> Shout out to our lis- our listeners in O'Higgins of the O'Higgins region of Chile as well, by the way. Where how? How are we doing that? And funny enough, your man who that region is named of. He was a colonizer of Chile. Okay. He's half Chilean and half Irish. O'Higgins. What? Yeah. That's why that... No way. Region, that's why that region is, O'Higgins. is named O'Higgins. That is so interesting. Yeah. How have we went from talking about the Hall of Fame to an Irish region, Chile? <laughs> Will we move on now? Have you got your treasure? Yeah, I have your treasure first, all right? Okay, go for it. Union Saint Gilles. What in the name of Jesus? I was going real niche for this, sorry. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. This is a this is a Belgian A League team, okay? I'm gonna give you a bit of background. So Please they do. won seven one away from home <laughs> against Ustende. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of these Show right. Lips. So fun fact is, okay <laughs> they they were promoted last year okay. from the pro pro league, pro B league yeah. in Belgium, twenty to twenty twenty one. They were promoted. This year, they are now seven points clear at the top of the Belgian A-League. Jeez. Anderlecht do not have a sniff. Uh, Vincent Company's an- Anderlecht, by the way. I got um, the light. And Cullen, as well, plays for Anderlecht. Colsey. <laughs> <laughs> but they're seven points clear, okay? I, I did a bit of research on them. Tony Bloom, Brighton's owner, is the majority shareholder. No way. So he owns them. They're top of the league. He owns Brighton as well. Who are doing I'm well. I'm just looking at their squad now. They have they have an English fellow playing at the back. Yeah, good, great show. I'm I'm delighted now. He went niche with that. Yeah. Because mine was like Fiat 500. I just went with Messi's goal against <laughs> against Nantes. I love how you pronounce that. It's a great. Did you see the goal? Oh, I didn't know. No, it was a typical Messi goal. Like if you're thinking of a typical Messi goal, I hope he really kicks on now. To be honest, because he's found it tough. He's been good in the Champions League. He's been very good in the Champions League. But he's struggled a bit in league off so far. But yeah, Messi's first goal against Nantes. You're, you're a trash. Alzi. <laughs> i just seen your note on this, okay? I'm, I'm not lying to you now. Oh, you have the same thing? I have the same, you're a trash. No today. way! <laughs> we just read it together. Oh my god, what do you do? Yeah! <laughs> that is so weird. That is genuinely strange. Our minds are telepathical. So basically, uh, you're a trash this week. Is Feyenoord smashing Pex Valla 4 0. And the reason why it's in our Euro trash is because we weren't there and we were supposed to be in Amsterdam. <laughs> We'd still be there now, which is heartbreaking. We'd probably be doing the podcast now as well over there. I can't believe we've chosen the same. Like, this isn't stage or anything. We've legitimately just. No, we never we never talk about this. We talk about the match, but we never talk about Euro trash or anything like that. That's that's mad. That's a, that's a good. That's a wholesome Euro trash this week. R.I.P. Amsterdam. We'll go. We'll be there in January. We move on now. Yes, to get it out. Get it out this week, of course, because it's the Champions League. We will be talking about the Champions League. No way. <laughs> to keep score last time on the last episode, it was twelve all before the, the week's fixtures um, in predictions for us. Um, Cran got eight right in the last set of fixtures. I got. 12 right so we now stand at Adzi 24 and Cran 20 that was really really weird referring to myself in the third person 
I'm not. I'm not the Guinness guru. <laughs> <laughs> really good shake off that. Uh, stop. Um, in fairness, by the way, fair play to him. If I, if I could go around review Guinness, I absolutely would. Someone uh, DM him there and get him on the podcast. <laughs> could you imagine? It, it, I mean, it'd probably be a good laugh. To be fair, Group E. Um, the first game of the day is Dynamo Kiev of Ukraine, isn't it? Against Bayern Munich, Cram. Who are you going for? It's quite straightforward. Bayern Munich, steamrolled them. Yeah, absolutely. Every day of the week. I think Bayern lost at the weekend as well, though. So they'll still win. I mean, I mean, it's not a big deal. They will beat Kiev. Which was worth bearing in mind that they lost. Group E also has Barcelona against Benfica. It's actually going to be a good game, I'd say. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd imagine it will. I, it was 3-1 last time to Benfica I believe at home Yeah. so I'm going to go for a draw there yeah I'm I'm going to go I, I think Barcelona will win because the new manager bounce is usually good but yeah, jabby. yeah what I will say is for anyone listening keep an eye out for Grimaldo with Benfica good Spanish left back he's, he's been a wing back very good player so just keep an eye on him we have Group F now Villarreal of Spain taking on not Ollie's United Manchester United oh god all gone. You have to bring a tear to the eye. <laughs> a tear to the football world's eye. But yeah, Villarreal against Manchester United. Cran, who are you going for? I'm going for Carrick Ball, Adzi. <laughs> oh, God. I, I reckon it's going to be a Man United win. <laughs> there must be something that Baker Brew coffee because I'm going with Villarreal to beat Man United. <laughs> and the reason I'm going with it is because the Spanish left-back name, Alberto Moreno, he's going to put Man United to the sword and he's going he's gonna to murder Carrick Ball before it's even led to live. Yeah, I'm going to go Villarreal. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in that group is Young Boys versus Atalanta. My boys, Atalanta. I'm going to... I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. I'm going to go with Atalanta. Your boys against the Young Boys. I'm going to go for an Atlanta win as well. <laughs> we have the group of irrelevancy. Group G. Which is literally... The Ford is from a G. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. <laughs> group G. We have Lil against Salzburg. Cran. Who are you going for and why don't you care? A little bit of Monica <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'm going for Lille, that's it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Lille as well because they have a player up front, Canadian international, John David. John, yeah, I know him well. Yeah, he's living around the corner. <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go with Lille as well. To make this group even worse, we have Sevilla against Wolfsburg Cran. Who are you going for? I'm hungry like the wolf, baby. <laughs> I'm going for Wolfsburg. A bit of Duran Duran of a Monday morning. <laughs> Jeez. It's the coffee, Enzi. It is the coffee. I'm going to go with Sevilla. I'm telling you now, I think I think the Spaniards are going to have a good week this week. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sevilla to beat Wolfsburg. <laughs> Group H, we have your boys, Chelsea against Juventus. Cran, who are you going for and why? A little side note, Enzi. This is a very important game. If Juventus win this game and Zenit win, then it all goes down to Zenit away. So, um, But if Juventus win and, you, and Zenit win, there's still a three-point gap. Yeah, but we're playing Zenit on the last day. Yeah, it all comes down to that game and Zenit away. If they win that, they go through ahead of us. Well, but I, I'm going to go for a draw here because I think it is going to be a very uh, tight game. Yeah, you know what? I'll go with Chelsea because I think Juventus are all but true, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Juventus are true. Chelsea win. Um, we'll go with Malmo against Zenit now. Cran, who are you going for and why? Zenit. I have this. Urkin feeling that it's going to go down to that last game in, in uh, St. Petersburg yeah well it could do definitely could do yeah. I'm going to go with Malmo because I prefer Abba as I've said on the podcast before <laughs> fuck's sake 
<laughs> we have on Wednesday we have Group A so we have Club Bruges against RB Leipzig Cran who are you going for and why um, I'm going to go with Leipzig yep I'll go with ah uh, fuck I'm four points clear I'm going to go with Bruges for the crack um, Man City and PSG Oh, I'm four from three. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who te- keeps saying Chelsea are top of the league. Just so you know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, City win. Messi has a good record against City as well, I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they won the last game. Yeah, I'll go with, um, I'll go with a score draw, draw, draw. I can't speak today. I will go with a <laughs> score draw. Genie Macman. Group B, we have Atletico Madrid against AC Milan. Cran, who are you going for? And why? AC Milan, Cran. Um, <laughs> AC Mil- A- yeah Atleti. Atleti yeah I think Atleti as well we have Liverpool against Porto next Cran who are you going for the pool the pool yeah do you know what I think the team on like, look, geez, look at that injury list as well Christ um, I think the team on Wednesday like I think Tyler Morton's going to play on Wednesday I'd say Neko Williams will play like I think there'll be a lot of changes in the team so I'd still fancy us against Porto in general yeah. so I'll go with Liverpool as well we have Group C the big game quarter 6 kick off which is actually good I'll watch that I'll sit down and watch Ajax Besiktas at home to Ajax Cran who are you going for? well I don't think Ajax are going to bring many of their starters over because they're top the group already haven't they so yeah. um, I think I'm going to go fuck it I'll go for Besiktas <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Ajax I'll stick by the lads yeah um, Sporting then against Dortmund at 8 o'clock Sporting at home here Cran what do you think? I'm going for a sporting win. Things could shout. I'm just looking at Dortmund's injury list there. I'll probably go with sport myself. I think at home they could be very good. Um, group D, the last group, we have Inter at home to Shakhtar Donetsk. A quarter to six. It's a nice kickoff. Cran, who are you going for? Inter, baby. Oh, They're in great form. Yeah. I think they beat, did they beat uh, Napoli at the weekend? So, yeah. Inter. They're playing very well. They beat Napoli 3-2 and that's a big scalp because Napoli have been quite untouchable. That's their first loss this season. So yeah, I'll go I'll go and enter myself there. And the last game, FC Sheriff of Moldova against Real Madrid. Sheriff at home here. Sheriff, of course, beat Real Madrid in the Bernabeu. So they could be in good stead here to win. They're on six points. They're three points off Real now. That's actually a nice little tasty group, you know that? I think this might go down to the wire, Adzi. Yeah, I think, I think it will. I think I'm going to go for Sheriff. Because Sheriff win, they go above Real, doesn't Yeah, they? yeah. Because they're head to head. Well, the, yeah, yeah, they could do. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna go with a score draw. Oh, yeah. And that's our Champions League predictions, everybody. There's a Europa League game on. Will we predict that real quick? Fuck it. Yeah, Spartak go. against Napoli. Ah, Napoli will win that. I'm going for an Aidan McGeady last minute winner. <laughs> 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 Imagine he's still playing for Spartak. On loan from Sunderland. <laughs> And that was Get It Out, everybody. Get your Champions League predictions into us. If you want to be involved, we'll listen to them. Yeah. We'll definitely have it and we'll chat away to you. I suppose that, that's it, isn't it? That's it. What a, what another breathtakingly good podcast. But I hope you enjoyed, everyone. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Very quickly, Andy, I want to ask you. Bake Off finals on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We, we discussed the Bake Off last week. Who's yeah. going to win the Bake Off? Oh, Christelle. Christelle. Yeah. I'm going for Giuseppe. Oh, you think the Italians are going to take it home again? The Italian stallion. Yeah, could be a show. Could be. I'm going with Cristello. Anyways, hope you enjoyed, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Um, if you're new, please follow all our socials. Follow the Spotify. 
and follow Twitter. the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok now as well. And YouTube. YouTube as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great crack altogether. Yeah, yeah, Thanks everyone for the love and support. And we will see you all soon. We'll leave it there so. We'll leave it there so.